Broadcasting live from Florida's capital city, this is the Jeff Cameron Show, brought to you by Orange Theory Fitness on Real Talk 93.3. Now, stop what you're doing and listen closely. It's time for the Jeff Cameron Show in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Two Jeff Cameron Show, Live Nations Friday. Great to be with you. Thanks for joining us. I'm Jeff. There is Tom. That is Director Matthew. You are you, and you're listening and watching, and we're thankful. Appreciate that. Hope you're getting set to have a great weekend. It will be made all the better if Florida State, 30 and 17, 13 and 11 in the ACC, ranked in the top 25, depending on which poll you want to look at. I look at the ones where we're ranked. <laughs> Not that it matters in regular season college baseball, but... Uh, taking on our tribal Miami, who we dispatched of relatively easy a year ago. Not once, not twice, not three times, but four. Four times. Let's hope that that streak widens, uncomfortably so for Miami fans. But they are equipped to do something about it as they come in. Top 15 in the RPI, top 10 in the rankings, 36-12, and 17-7. and 7. Uh, It is a series that... Uh, has always been amongst my very favorite in, across the sports uh, for Florida State. Th- this particular series has delivered so many epic endings, incredible matchups, bitter disappointments, high, uh, the highest of highs. Uh, it's it's all been in there, uh, much like the football series has. Uh, baseball kind of very quietly usually sort of mirrored that, right? Um, the big wins, the big comebacks, the big moments, it's happened for and against us. I love this series. It's the only one, really, that I still get um, intense about because they've ruined the Florida series. The Florida State-Florida series, which for years was fantastic, and you hear me lamented every year, uh, usually in the buildup to the actual day of the game when we play Florida because it's so spread out and it's one-off here, one-off there, one-off over there, midweek nonsense. Um, usually I'm... Uh, apt to to complain about what they've done to that series, but they haven't ruined the Miami series. Now, I would tell you Florida State-Miami was once better than it is now because there were six games that we would play against one another, and that gave you an awful lot of evidence, good and bad, of what you were because both programs, more often than not during that six-game stretch, were elite, were programs of major significance on the national scene, fighting it tooth or nail, my one versus your one, two versus your two, three versus your three, and I'll see you again next weekend. It was always a lot of fun that way. And I can remember listening to Lee Bowen uh, for some of those road games that weren't on Sunshine for whatever reason. Many of them were, but times they weren't. I remember J.D. Drew hitting three home runs on the road down there and as a freshman. And and just listening intently to Lee Bowen's call, rest in peace, Lee Bowen, uh, and and just being over the moon about it uh, because everybody had talked about how good a player he was going to be, and he was one of those rare commodities in sport that lives up to the legend and then surpasses what the expectations were. When you get something like that, it's amazing. Jameis did that. Jameis was a guy that everybody knew. Uh, if your school won his services at quarterback, there was a good chance. I remember, I remember a guy telling me, "I got to give this guy credit." A guy in the world of recruiting, and he told me, "He goes, 
if you guys get Jameis Winston, you're going to win a national championship. I remember he just said it point blank, full stop. Oh, really? He goes, he's that good. He's that good. He's He's got a player that you get him, you're going to win a national championship unless he gets hurt. It's amazing. There are so few players like that, right? J.D. Drew turned out to be kind of that kind of player in baseball where people say that kid's a, a freak. I remember his first ever batting practice uh, with a wooden bat. He hit one over the circus tent, and the other players were like, oh, oh, okay. We've got that kind of power at 18, do we? Uh, that kind of bat speed, all right. And it, you know, and he lived up to the big moments, the biggest of which came against Miami. His brother Stephen Drew had big series against Miami. Um, this, I, I, we've been on the wrong end of some heartbreaking defeats and some really memorable testy exchanges, near fights, uh, 11 walking over to the other dugout. I mean, just awesome moments, and this is what passes through my mind whenever Florida State Miami gets set to meet. So, uh, setting the table for for the game tonight uh, where you have an elite pitching matchup is is exciting, and, and I get pumped about it, so we'll be, uh, we'll be watching. Alright, I know that you're a busy dad these days, but over under one and a half games that you'll be able to take in this weekend? To go over and watch. Yeah. Uh, I'd love it to be two. It's probably going to be one in person and, and two uh, at the house, but a um, couple reasons for that, but it's alright, as long as I see the games. Uh, it used to be I had to be at every one. It's easier to be at every one when you're a single man and you, sure. ans- and you yeah. answer to nobody. I'll, I'll go to those games and then get home when I get home. That, that's the way that used to be. Uh, and it's not as if if I you know, said, I want to go to these games, we're going to these games. We'd go to the games. My wife loves baseball, so that, that wouldn't be the problem. But, you know, you get sleepovers and parties and end-of-the-year stuff going on these days. It's, that's another funny thing. Who invited you over? <laughs> that's another funny thing. Uh, yeah, we're going to sleep the night at the Linnefelts. Uh It's going to be movie night. There's popcorn planned. I know. Uh, do you do popcorn in general? Yeah. Oh yeah. You do popcorn at the at the Lang household. You guys are doing yeah. popcorn while watching movies. Yes. Absolutely. Wow. How about that? As a surprise? You yeah. Think- who the hell does popcorn anymore? I, I'm proud of you. I didn't know that. I, do I, you not do popcorn? Oh, anymore? I haven't had popcorn in 20 years. I don't know. Oh my goodness. No, I've, I've had popcorn at the rare moments that I've visited the theater, the movie theater. Mm-hmm. I, I will say this. Uh, one th- a lot of the cliches are true about having kids, getting married and having kids and moving into that part of your life. One of the things that does happen is all of that time, that discretionary, you know, I can just fill my time with this, this, and this. One of the things that goes away is, A, that. You don't have a lot of surplus of that. And that means going to the movies it doesn't happen. You just, you just don't. Yeah, but, I mean, you don't get the microwave popcorn if you and the kids are going to watch a I movie. I never think about it. I never think huh. while I'm going down the aisle, where's Orville Redenbacher? I never think about oh, that. Oh, I know where he is. You're dead. But that, of course. <laughs> also on a box. <laughs> yes. Lots of them. Yeah. But my parents made it a big deal when I was a kid, so that's uh, what they handed okay. off. Was and nostalgia. We would get the big gray bowl that had this weird like the blue flower in the do. middle of yeah, it. Yeah, 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 and that yeah. was that was the thing you that always... Salt it up, would you? Everyone, yeah, and they had like the weird oil stuff at yeah, one point, yeah, which yeah. as a kid you think is awesome. Then you get to about you're fourteen, like, no, you're like this is disgusting. This is, yeah, what are we doing this? Yes. But we went with that Not for a little while. Like, hey, he's like, hey, Tom, you want to watch the Ninja Turtles? I'm like, yeah, let's make some popcorn. I think he did it for the popcorn. He didn't do it for the Ninja Turtles, obviously, yeah. but it was for the popcorn. I will tell you, uh, great job, Gaskins. Uh, popcorn with garlic seasoning. Every movie at the Gaskins house. Uh, Pepper and celery salt for me. <laughs> celery salt. Uh, and then, of course, Gabe, good job. You're right. 
I remember when Scum stole the signs, meaning UM, and I remember interviewing Eleven about it, and I remember him telling me the backstory of the walkie-talkie and them catching them, changing channels, and hearing them call curveball, curveball. Now, not so crazy in the scope of what MLB's been doing. But, yeah, at the time, that was really innovative. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I There was a time in college baseball, a distant time, uh, in which there were people who would throw at other people. But the rules in college baseball are such, they're very penal. And the the amount of games you miss, if they can prove that you ordered the hit... <laughs> It's significant. So it's discouraged, uh, largely discouraged, because the suspensions would be lengthy. Um, but I always – we've had a few pitchers in our – in yesteryear uh, that would – whoop, got away from me. Got away from me. Sorry about that. Hit you in the neck. A couple of important things for this weekend that you, Corey, and I discussed on headlines this week um, include how do you manage your bullpen, which is something we're looking at very closely – does Montgomery make an appearance this weekend? As and if closer? so, is it the ninth inning? Mm-hmm. Because that would be the correct answer. How do you manage Crowell and Scalaro? And then with the at-bats, how nervous do you look? How wound tight do you look? You look in between when there's a fastball coming, you're looking breaking ball or vice versa. I think they're going to play loose. I think they're going to play loose. They may get beat. Miami's really good. Uh, there would be no, you know, it wouldn't be shocking to, to lose to Miami. Not saying they will get beat, but they could. Uh, but I don't think it'll be because they're tight. If they get beat, Listen, if Carson Palmquist comes out tonight and pitches really well and he's dotting corners and you that just you got beat, it can happen. Same for Parker Messick. I'd say that about Miami. They're a real good baseball team, but uh, if you're a, a, a reasonable Miami fan, you're sitting here thinking, yeah, Parker Messick could come out and dominate us. We'd strike out 10 and take him into the eighth. You, you know, it happens. So, uh, But I think we'll play pretty loose. They're excited. I talked to Mike Martin Jr. this morning. Uh, reached out to him to get a sense of uh, where they're at, and he he told me they are very eager to to get out there and play this series, as one would suspect. But he means he's had to dial them back. Like they are ready to play. They are excited about this series. Um, there's an intensity to this. You'll feel it if you're going over to Hauser tonight. When you walk in, you'll feel it. It's uh, it, it's it weighs heavy. It's always fun. And then Saturday's game, seven o'clock. Bryce Hubbard getting the start. Uh, of course, Hubbard for. Even his pockets of, of poor pitching has been largely dominant when healthy. Seven and one with two six nine uh, going against Carson uh, Lagone, who's a really good pitcher uh, as well. And and there's just um, it's just a good matchup. This this whole series uh, is a, is a good matchup. So it'll have the energy, and this is another chance. You know, for for all the failings that we've seen this season when not playing a ranked opponent. The the Knolls play well against ranked teams, but then also meets brief history as the head coach here is good in rivalry games. They they know how to play them. They're wired perfectly to do that. And this group's got red ass just like he is. Red all ass about for him. days. That's what this weekend's about. That's what these types of matchups are about. And I like it when you play three in a row, not just because you want to see who your best are versus the Florida series, mm-hmm. but three in a row. You know, familiarity breeds contempt. So by Sunday, these two teams are going to be tired as hell of one another, pissed off at each other, and that gives it the extra edge too. Yeah, I would guess that um, that that you'll see some exchanges. That there will be a kind of uh, whether that's you know popping off at the dugout, whether that's somebody staring down um, a bomb too long, a flip at the bat. Because we do it, we do it all the time. We do it and get under everybody's skin. So uh, you throw in the mix that it's Miami. Oh, I'm sure. If Terrell goes yard here, 
He'll do something extra. Of over, course he will. Over under how long he stands in the box to uh, admire mm-hmm. said shot. I mean, that that might lead directly to the benches coming I, out and having an exchange of words. I would think he'd shout into the bench. It's right there. They're on first base now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. You like us this weekend? Yeah, I mean, the track record says in these types of settings. Also, it's at home. It, that does matter. It matters in college great. baseball, yes, where the whims of emotion, kids are subject to that without question. It's not like pro baseball where it doesn't really matter at all. Really doesn't matter at all. And I think, you know, obviously you want to win when Messick's on the on the bump, but even if they don't, you know, I'm not writing us off to not take two out of three. It's just we've got a knack for these situations. Of course you want to win the first yeah, time. Of course I, this, you do. This is a big but, one, though. Messick is a dominant starter. He is. He has at times been unhittable. You, you want to win with him. The other guys have had their moments where you're like, even Hubbard, who I like a lot and has a ton of what for, but he's had stretches where he hasn't pitched well, whereas Messick, that's the dude. Yeah, this is a series that, you know, I just wish it was pretty much any other weekend of the season. I'm not going to be able to take any of Yeah, you're of out of town person. this weekend, right? I am. Yeah, for a great reason. Yeah. A fantastic reason. Yes. But, you know, I just, you know, Miami could have been last weekend. That would have been great. But, you know. I'm sure that that place will be rocking, and hopefully we'll be hosting a regional so it's not my last chance missed to go catch a game at Hauser. Really quick, I, I'm curious where you're at with this. I Well, I'll save it. I'll carry it over. There is a, uh, I, I, I'm guilty of this, and I need to stop it. I need to stop doing what I've been doing in regards to recruiting because I no longer celebrate when a five-star, four-star, elite-level player ranks his teams, and we're on that short list of those that he will be visiting and is perhaps excited about playing for. I don't do it anymore. That's what happened to us. That's what Deion Sanders ruined for me. Just by himself? Oh, solely, yes. Okay. Not shockingly, but yes. that's he, what. He might ruin a lot of things. <laughs> Jeff Cameron, show 93.3, Real Talk Radio, War Chat TV. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time time or your money back guaranteed because with ebay motors you're burning rubber not cash with all the parts you need at the prices you want it's easy to make your car the mvp and bring home huge wins keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply the jeff cameron show is sponsored by the legendary team at hamilton home loans great rates cutting edge technology and transparent communication is the recipe for a five-star mortgage experience at fsuhomeloans.com Ah, there's a little libations Friday loving right there. That's what that is. By the way, uh, don't forget, and I may be uh, once again employing my friends at T-Spark Construction to uh, to come on out to the Cameron household. 
I think we're gonna. I mentioned it before, but I think in earnest we're gonna take out that back bathroom there and start anew. There you go. All right. I was wondering if you're gonna do like a little mother-in-law hut slash suite out in the back. <laughs> Get out there in your mother-in-law hut. Well, I mean, it's for visitors for football season. No, you I could know. use that. I for... would do a big room if I did that. It would be a you'd connect it to the home. Yeah, I would. I would knock out the back. Uh, master bedroom wall and and the bathroom wall that's aligned there and i'd be like let's go to work big ass because you've got space to do either a standalone or a connected yeah, venture know. and i want to do it and i may be asking my friends at t-spark to come on out and do it uh travis if you're listening i know your work is exceptional the best in the business and that's why i proudly endorse you and i especially believe that to be true when the work you do for me is free Gonna have to check and see if that's uh, FCC muster passing. Um, it was clearly sarcastic. You do have uh, sarcasm protections by law. That's correct. Uh, speaking of T Spark, for your roofing and construction needs, seven six six one three four zero. Get a free quote today. Tsparkconstruction.com. Yeah, I want a big. Uh, you know, I never cared about uh, tile or. Uh, Backsplash, oh, no. or all the stuff that uh, chicks talk the, about when you go walking around. The backsplash game, you're about to. I'm not doing that. Oh, no, okay. but I, I never cared. But I have now. I've zeroed in on the kind of. Uh, I want a big old walk in. Like who? I've said this before. You don't need a bathtub. Rip up bathtubs. Get rid of them. Antiquated, ridiculous. Sitting there soaking in your own filth. Don't do that. Get you a walk in shower. Big ass walk in shower. I want to be able to like play twenty one in there. Just like I want it to be huge. When we were at Iona, when I was at Iona for the one semester, I was lucky enough to be in that handicap accessible bathroom because there weren't enough people in the dorm to use it as needed. Uh, and that was, I mean, it was a dorm shower is what you typically got, which is like a little tube. I mean, you were just in a human-sized tube, and it's you've got to move around like a phone booth and find your stuff. But we had the one with a bench. I mean, it was spacious in there. We would use it as a sauna. We would use it as a sauna because it got cold. So I mentioned before the break that I'm guilty. This is the definition of jaded, and it's the the Hunter situation that ruined it for me, and I think it probably has for a lot of people, but also just knowing where we sit currently. So maybe, and I was never a recruit, Nick, hence I follow thekitties.com, and I'd have fun at the expense of all of that. But I saw where Shelton Sampson, wide receiver out of Baton Rouge, Louisiana, has uh, put us on the short list for the summer visits um, tour, if you will. And this is a five-star, top 15 nationally ranked badass that's not going to come here. Not going to come here. I just hear expensive. I I don't hear impossible. I hear impossible because he's from Baton Rouge and on his short list is LSU. And you read this quote. Close to home, they're pursuing me probably the hardest right now. Coach Sloan, Coach Hankton, the relationships have been really growing with them. I already see the culture change with the new coaching staff. Seems like they're bringing the program in the right direction. We'll see this season. The only thing he says about Florida State is my old head coach went to Florida State, so that interested me about them right off the bat. I took my visit up there, and they treated me like family. Well, I'm sure. But that list is Alabama, LSU, Texas A&M, Oregon, whom we can beat out easily, Florida State. Nah, man. Come on. Can we beat Phil Knight out easily? That's got to be more about geography than Yeah, that would a be check. a geographical 
plus for us here. Huge. He's from Baton Rouge. He's not going to Oregon. The thing is, uh, unfortunately, he is on the radar of an Alabama. Of course, it's over. No chance. As a five-star. Because LSU is not actually that big of a concern for me, even though it's tough to pluck kids out of their hometown. You're not getting there. Because that high school is right next to it. We've seen how it's set up. The pressure is on you. But Brian Kelly could flame out this year, and that's not a crazy proposition. Like, the thing we're all laughing about now, they might be at the gates for in five months, six months. I don't and think so. And at that so. point, they would scare – you don't think it'll – you don't think it could be a, a, a disastrous failure at LSU for Brian Kelly? I hope, but he's a good coach. We lose sight of that, man. He's a really good coach. Go look at those records and what he's had to coach over, right, to get around. Those are legitimate hindrances that he found a way around. Getting Notre Dame to the college football playoff is a borderline miracle. It really is. I mean, A, you got to recruit kids to that dump of a town. It is. That sorry-ass place in the middle of nowhere. And they really do have certain academic restrictions that don't allow you to get all of the kids that you would like to get in order to compete for a national championship. So, you know, it's not surprising that when they got there, they got their head kicked in every time. They should have, but it's kind of shocking they got there, frankly. He's a good coach. I I don't like him. He's not a he's not a likable coach. He's easy to make fun of because he does enough things to make fun of, including dancing around like a dumbass and then faking a Cajun accent. But all that stuff is is while <laughs> laughable and fun to point out. Think about that though. Oh, just, it's absurd! It's absurd. Faking a Cajun accent. Well, it was really more a Southern accent. It was, I, it was South Carolinian. It was South Carolinian. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't Cajun. I do declare, uh, not humano, humano. I'm so excited to be here as your head coach at Louisiana State University. What the hell is going from on? Charleston? What is what is what is happening here? Is he confusing is, us with Fort Sumter? What, what is going on here? Tomorrow the rebel forces will know <laughs> <laughs> what I mean to do. Yeah, it's um it's something. It was. It's an amazing moment in time, and we should all celebrate that moment, and we did. But he might have to wear a couple of ugly losses in transition, at which point you're going to have less tolerance as an LSU fan for those foibles. <laughs> Good coaches get fired all the time, to your point. They do. I don't think he's – look, he went there expressly to win a national championship. That is to say, they're willing to get down in the muck. LSU will do what they have to do to win a national championship. See the previous coaches, all of them. <laughs> I mean, they're all winning a national championship. Uh, and so it's kind of like, well, even if they are the butt of a lot of jokes, and they will be, they're also going to pay for a lot of talent, and he'll know what to do with that talent. They're going to win a lot of games. Not right away, though. I do think that roster is in flux, and that's why I have hope that that is a game we can win. I think the two teams are eerily similar. Uh, they, they, will, they will have holes in their roster that will be evident to all who go to that game at the Superdome, you and me included in that list of people, on that list of people that will be there, uh, and, and, and what it would mean to get that win. It would be huge, absolutely huge. So I just looked up how old Brian Kelly is because, I mean, he's been around a minute now. Oh, yeah, he was great at Cincinnati, yeah. So he's, he's 60 years old, but the funny thing is, that because he's getting up there, that would have been my point, but here's a better point. As I was searching for him, the first search thing in Google said accent, Brian Kelly accent. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't say coach, didn't say LSU, didn't say Notre Dame, it said accent. Yeah, it's 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 fun, man. Uh, it, it's fun, but I also, th- <laughs> I don't think it's going to matter. He'll He'll win. 
let's hope that he'll be zero and one. We need him to be. That's right. We need him to be zero and one. And we've had some wars with that guy. Some games that really when have we been had all- no business being in a war with him recently. Oh well, the one last year, sure, yeah, and no. even the COVID year. That's one of the better games we played all season. That was a weird. Uh, well, we fought. We did. We fought. Now they ran for about fifteen yards of carry against us, and that that's game. all we had. Yeah, I mean, all they did was line up and run a simple counter, and uh, we really struggled to stop said counter. And then, of course, the game you and I went to in Chicago, or well, we stayed in oh, Chicago. Yeah. Unfortunately, we had to go to South Bend. Woo! But. With the flu, I was there. Probably, I mean, these days it's just kind of crazy if you say it out loud. I was there with probably a hundred one degree fever. Yeah, in eighteen degree temperatures, we I had we had put so much time into that into that trip. I was not not getting on the bus, but now you think about that. I got on a charter bus with a bunch of people. I've got a hundred one degree fever. Now people would be like clutching their pearls. Yeah. What have you done, sir? Yeah, no, we all would have been like Tom, you inconsiderate bastard. You've killed them. Why did you do this? <laughs> well, this is the old school flu, man. Yeah, uh, that trip. No matter how bad that game was, and it was instantly bad. Uh, instantly. Instantly. Five yeah. minutes in. Well, yeah. this is over. Uh, will always be one that makes me smile because of the dinner I had by myself at that Italian restaurant in which I walked down into the basement area there and had a lovely meal in which I polished off a very good bottle of red wine and had a delightful conversation with an older woman who was hitting on me and made the mistake of telling my wife that. Oh, how much older? Probably 10 years. Well, that's too close. So she was in her mid-50s? She was a scientist from Fort Worth. Don't say it like that. She was a scientist. Get away from me. No, no, no. No, no. She was a scientist. You're you're too intrigued by her. This is not good. See, this is why you got in trouble. Babe, she was a scientist. She was. She was from Fort Worth, and I... (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to take the shovel out of your hands, and you're saying, I'm just going to dig, man. No, no, no. So... Listen to me for a second. This is this is crazy, right? I was unsuspecting. So much so that she had to be overt towards the end and I was like, oh. then it like there was this eureka moment in my head. Oh, she's she's hitting on me. I had no idea. That's true. I was sitting there by myself at the bar, secluded, uh enjoying a fine meal. That makes more sense too. Uh, you made it sound like almost it was a table for one. So I was like, how is it possible no, that this lady's no. hitting on you in a table? Okay, so no, the no. bar. Got it. Got so, it. So hold on a second. This was a, I can't remember. I have the card of the restaurant. Uh, but I think, I think I've told Giuseppe's. you this. Giuseppe's. Something like Giuseppe's. Yeah. But I, I had, so I was, you were sick, and I went to go yeah. eat. And, and you said, I can't do it. Jamie I'm, brought me some deep dish. I was yeah. very thankful. You said you were out down for the count. It was snowing outside. It was just starting to be dusk. I was like, I'm not missing this. We're, we're staying in this awesome place. Yeah, because I made the night before where we went to yes, the Scotch Bar, yes, which was a, great. We had a great time. That's all I had in me. Yeah. Though. No, I was proud of you. I wasn't mad. But you were done dealing. So I go down right there in Michigan Ave. I take a right. I walk back towards where the restaurants and bars are, right? So I'm walking around and uh, by myself enjoying this, the light, just a, just a light little uh, peppering of uh, snow there. I'm like, okay, this is nice. And, and as I'm walking, I see what it looks like. A hundred and fifty-year-old Italian restaurant. It's it's lit dimly. You know, it's it's rarely faintly. And I'm like, bottle of red. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm looking at it, and I'm like, 
look at this place. I bet that's got to be good. But when I first walked in, it didn't have any character necessarily when I first walked in. And the lady came over to me. And she's like, uh, "What are you, are you looking to eat? What are you looking to do?" Because there was there was areas there where you could go and sit at the bar up top. And I said, "I am. I'm, I'm just looking to have a nice meal." Do you have a reservation? Settle in. And she said, "Oh, well, you're going to want to go downstairs. It's beautiful. And we have this big mahogany bar that you're going to love." And I was like, "Oh, well, you read me correctly." You said the M word. Yeah. yeah. So I went downstairs, and it was still early evening, so they really hadn't started to fill up yet. I made my way to the bar. The gentleman that was. Uh, there uh, as the bartender was very nice I asked him how old the restaurant was he told me he told me about the the dad who passed it on to the two brothers that are running it now i learned the whole family history of this restaurant it's awesome i said well what should i have and he's like well this uh, listen get one of these two things there you can't go wrong but get one of these two things and so i did and then i said listen and and admittedly this is a little arrogant but i was going to treat myself on this night so money was not going to be something i worried about so i told him well, let's pair this with a really good full-bodied red. And he's like, oh, absolutely. And, of course, now he sees a mark. He's like, oh, I got a guy. I got a guy here. We've been trying to unload this bottle for 10 years. No, but he did the right thing. We went through, and I got, I had this wonderful bottle of red wine with my meal as I watched. Uh, I don't know if I was watching football, I'm sure. But as I was sitting there, uh, this lady, there's a big-ass bar. about Not just a lady, a scientist. A sci- well, I found out she was a scientist. Uh which is just great. It's just cool. So anyway, I was sitting there. She comes and sits down pretty much right next to me. And there were, I don't know, five or six seats. And uh, so I did not, yeah, it was kind of funny. I didn't even think about it. But then she sits down. We start talking. Uh, she asks where I'm from. I tell her. And I ask where she's from. She's in town for a convention. She worked for this company. And we started to go through all that. Enchanté. And then as we're talking. It comes out that she she's the she had once lived by the way in Austin and that was a talking point. Prior to that, she lived in New York City. Prior to that, she lived in Atlanta. And I was like, well, this is an interesting life. She mentioned her husband. I was like, oh, that's cool. She had a husband. Yeah. Well, hey now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this is where it gets. What's weird. the movie with uh, George Clooney and uh, Vera? Up um, in the air. Is that yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what she. Yeah, she was up in the air. Right. Remember that? Yeah. Find out she has a family. Oh my goodness! Mm-hmm. He shows up at the door. Yeah. She travels all over the place. This woman. What are you doing here? Oh, yeah. Great scene. But I had no I was stunned. Right. I I had no idea. And I this is this is what kind of good guy I am, Tom. I had no idea. She's married. I'm married. Nothing's happening. We're just two people talking over some good food. She's like, you want to get another bottle of wine? I'm like, yeah, sure. Let's go. Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) No. So that didn't click. No, no. Uh, oh clueless, no, clueless, sir! Clueless. So you shared a bottle yeah, of wine with yeah. a scientist? Yeah, yeah, from Fort Worth. And as we sat there and drank the wine, I was like, "Oh, it's getting late." And I'm like, "All right, well, listen, good luck at your convention." Did you buy the bottle of wine? Did I buy it? Did you end up paying for the whole I bottle th- of wine? I think so. <gasps> I think so. I mean, I don't remember. I'm, I'm sure I did. I don't. Oh my goodness. This leads to a conclusion because Life Spectator has He a thinks theory. it's a hooker or something, yeah, right? He says yeah. you've been out of the circulation so long, you don't recognize a call girl. She wasn't a call if girl. If you paid for the whole bottle of wine. I don't, she may have paid for the bottle of wine. I don't remember this. I would, These are insignificant details. I was not. The point would be, as we were talking, the only way I realized it was as I was getting ready to leave. I, I was like, well, it's a pleasure meeting you. And I was just like this, like I am, you know. And I was like, it was a pleasure to meet you. Uh, I hope you have a, a great convention. And I said whatever I said. And, uh, you know, I knew I was never going to see this lady again. Like, have a great night, whatever. It was, thanks for the conversation, you know. 
And our conversations weren't weird. They were all just very much about our jobs and what we... <laughs> and so, yeah, I got up to leave. And then uh, she kind of invited herself to, to leave with me. Oh, my. Yeah. Yeah, that's overt. That's that's not... Uh, that's when it shifted. For Where me. are we going? Is that what she said? No, Where are we going she next? Said so, no, she was... She, she, Oh well, okay. Yeah. This now, now no, no, I mean, it didn't get like that. It did. Okay. It wasn't like that, but it was, it was evident at that point that she was willing to accompany me to the next restaurant I or see. wherever it was, and I yeah. was like, yeah. Well, no, no, I'm going to go back to my hotel now, and you have a lovely evening. And that was that. Did Did you give her a nice, graceful landing spot, or was it kind of abrupt? I did. And, I I kind of. Uh, she left holding the bag, and she's like, oh. <laughs> Like she's got a purse in her hand and, and, and you just walk away. <laughs> like how bad was it? It wasn't that oh. bad. Oh no. no. It was terrible. No, it wasn't. It the wasn't. bartender was snickering. Oh my God. It, it wasn't that bad. And I love you, Rafferty. <laughs> it was a funny moment. I'm out of practice getting hit on, man. I'm a happily married man. I just Do don't. Do you remember her name? Uh, I wouldn't. The say answer is no. I yeah, don't. either way. Yeah, no yeah, yeah, yeah. The answer is no. But uh, yeah, um, it's truly a libations Friday. <laughs> you would have now. What I'm telling you, I think you could have fallen victim to the same thing. You would not because who says it doesn't happen all the time? That's right. You're you unassuming. Kidding? I was. Una- I didn't think. I'm like, no, I'm not going to assume this. I'm not assuming this woman is hitting on me. I would have just loved to actually, you know. It would have been the three of us going to yeah. the bar, but it, that would have been a trip I would have loved to be on because I would have been like nudging you, like, dude, dude, this is not a good scene. Yeah, you know how like f- you know people <laughs> in Baton Rouge, the guy just wants to tell you about drink specials. This ain't he's not talking to you about drink specials. She no, is talking to you, you about special stuff. Yeah, not drink specials. That story, the Baton Rouge story of the guy cornering me talking about that drink awesome. specials, is ridiculous because you left me in the lurch. I did. You were you no would have help. done the same. You, in fairness, I probably yeah, would. absolutely you, you would left have. me in the lurch. I'm listening to this clown tell me for hours about drink at Baton Rouge drink specials. I'm like, what? What? What do we do on Thursdays? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is going on here? This guy. I'll tell you another place, and I'm like, I didn't but, ask. I didn't ask. What are we? I'm watching re- the game. I respect the hell out of him because he knows who he is. Oh, he embraces who he is. He's Mr. Drink Special. Ooh, I'm late. I got to get going. Chris, in retrospect, you're right. The same. Listen, you're right. The second bottle was my clue. Should we get another bottle of wine? Is I mean, yeah, yes, for I, real. But I was just having so much fun. I got swept up. I wasn't thinking. I clearly wasn't thinking. That should have been. Oh, this isn't a polite conversation for between two travelers. This 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 is another level. It should have dawned on me, but I was a full bottle in. I wasn't thinking. It's <laughs> the Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chat TV. The Jeff Cameron Show, brought to you by Orange Theory Fitness, two Tallahassee locations, Midtown on Thomasville Road, and Northside in the Village Common Shopping Center. Online at orangetheoryfitness.com. Oh, boy. 
<laughs> Live Nation's Friday. Jeff Cameron Show. No, I don't. Guys, I don't think I'll be in trouble. We've hashed this out. Because I, I brought it to the attention of my wife. Yeah, would you say in retrospect you wish you didn't even start that conversation? Well, I'll tell you, it proves how innocent I was in that situation. I still didn't think anything of it, but when I told my wife, I could see the look wash over her face that she was not pleased. And then I did the funny thing, but she didn't find it funny. I was like, hey, listen, baby, you won already. I mean, you got me. She, you know. <laughs> Nothing was going to happen, but don't you like that your man's out there in Chicago and... No. No. <laughs> no. What Not would a, make you think no, I am happy? No, no, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was funny. I could be on that trip. I could have slapped her. My point was that I don't believe that Shelton Sampson's coming here, Tom. I just don't <laughs> that's, think that's that, that young man right. is going yeah. to make it to Tallahassee, and I no longer get my hopes up the way I once did. I'm broken and jaded. I don't believe it. That kid could say, Florida State is the only university I've ever cared to attend. I will be there in the fall of 2023. I'm looking forward to being coached by Mike Norvell and winning a national championship for the Knowles, as I've always dreamt of doing. Every day I wake up, I wear garnet and gold and work out with great vigor in the hopes to someday change the fortunes of Florida State University back to where they rightfully belong. Tweet that out. Tweet it out again the next day. Post it on Instagram, walk through the door of every whatever visit you have with a four state shirt on, and I'd still go, he's not coming. He's not coming. That's where we're at. That's what happened with Hunter. That's what it that's what did it for me. And that and that kid isn't coming for real, but I just thought about it when I read the report because I wanted to see. I saw Nick Harris had it, the recruiting analyst for rivals, and I read it and I was like, Oh, we're not getting him. This I is, do that now with almost all these guys. This is where the signing period moving up to August might help everybody involved. Let's just get that out of the way. Yeah. That way we don't do the game with the visits during the season these days. Plus, there are large financial implications for all these players, and you could just say that now. It used to be wink, wink, oh, man, you, Hugh Freeze kind of stuff. But there are huge financial implications. You need to know what you have locked up. The sooner you know that, the sooner you know how much more money you have to spend between August and make it December is, is the signing date, or back to February, whatever it is, then you could court kids on visits knowing what you have and what you don't have. But maybe we'll see the signing period moved up. Yeah, there are, there are going to be a lot of changes that have to happen before I can finally kind of turn the table there and begin to to think once again in line of, hey, I think we're going to get that kid, or this looks like a distinct possibility. In the world of NIL, I don't know, man. I just anymore i won't believe it and i think a lot of people feel this way i won't believe it until they're you know i guess sitting in the seat at their first class for state even then you know they <laughs> they have a good game or two and you're like well let's just enjoy these next 10 because you know it used to be that and we did we do it with basketball sometimes with one and done type players yeah, or guys the that, emerge, like that fee, they emerge yeah fee was a great example you know it, it's a discovery process uh i believe we played lsu on thanksgiving week I think we had that was a, a tournament in Orlando. Mm -hmm. He had a good game there, yeah. a good finish. And then by the time that he's matching up against Zion for the first half against Duke, you're thinking, uh oh, this could be bad. And then by March, you're saying, oh no, this is he's bad. too good. He's gone. And that was a dude who emerged overnight. 
in college football, it is for the third-year players, but now even for your first-year players, you have to think, he's too good for us. He's going to Bama. This sucks. Yeah, but I also think that, okay, you can get, like, I'm not going to go and do the thing that, so what you're describing is, for example, if Azaria Thomas has the kind of year we think he's capable of, just physically, he's such a talent, he's a, uh, obviously he he picked up pretty quickly uh, what they want him to do, what they're asking him to do. So there's this thought that uh, if we get midway through this season and he's playing significant reps for Florida State, he's getting that many snaps, and all of a sudden he's the other guy uh, across from Duke Cooper. So uh, if all of a sudden that happens, are we worried the offseason means he's gone? Because I'm not going to do that. I don't think so. I think if you're that kind of talented and you were – pursued by as many schools as he was, and you chose Florida State, I think you want to be here. Well, at defensive back, too, I think there's a plethora of those options. So I don't know that that's a position. But let's just say that Florida State cultivated a tackle out of this class in a year. An offensive tackle. Like Armella. My goodness. Armella is kicking ass. It's year two. It's his first year on the field, so he's a redshirt freshman, and he's kicking ass at tackle. And he's really good, like legit all-ACC. You're not, and you're not telling me you would sweat bullets in that moment that there's not a big-time program who could use a tackle and is calling him with overtures of $1.5 million or some crazy number like that? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, th- these days I, I do worry about it, I suppose. But uh, at the same time, th- it doesn't do you any good. And I do think that we have the kind of money, this is what you've been asking, we have the kind of money to either retain or recruit two or three high-end guys like this and and be able to sustain, you know. On a rolling basis, probably two to three. Yeah. You know, maybe four or five if we start winning some games this year and there's a yeah. windfall. But, yeah, it's it's not 12. It's definitely not 12. Yeah. No, th- there's always the possibility. And we, we're seeing it across college football. This is why we're waiting on rules and everything else. But, yeah, I suppose it could happen. Come back, wrap it up momentarily, get to uh, the probables that we have to get to, which is going to be fun. Weekend, that is. Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, Warchant TV. The Jeff Cameron Show is a production of the Warchant.com Multimedia Network. Check out Warchant.com today for the latest news inside Florida State Athletics. That's Warchant.com. Now, back to Jeff on Real Talk 93.3. <laughs> Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio and War Chant TV. Heading into the weekend, big weekend. Let's go Knowles. going to be important. The uh, probables are set to go, Tommy. It's time for, how you say, with the pitching, uh, probables? Brought to you by North Florida Payroll Services, locally owned for nearly 15 years, offering payroll and HR services, including full online applicant onboarding and integration into payroll. Save your company money and headaches today. Head to NorthFordPayroll.com. Did you give me a time? Is that what you did? I did not, but I can now. Three minutes, ten seconds. Three minutes. Reds, Pirates, Tyler Mahal, and Mitch Keller. One of these days, Mitch Keller will turn the corner. Apparently not this year. Brewers, Marlins, Corbin Burns, Pablo Lopez. Astros, Nats, Fromber Valdez. Josiah Gray. Orioles, Tigers, Jordan Lyles, Eduardo Rodriguez. Mariners, Mets. Oh, good series. Marco Gonzalez, Max Scherzer. 
Blue Jays, Rays, Kevin Gossman, Drew Rasmussen. Padres, Braves, Hugh Darvish, Max Freed. We got Red Sox, Rangers, Nick Pavetta, Aiden Dunning. Guardians, Twins, Aaron Savelli and Sonny Gray. Yankees, White Sox, Garrett Cole, Vince Velasquez. Giants, Cards, Logan Webb, Jordan Hicks, Royals, Rockies, Zach Greinke, Kyle Freeland. Cubs, D-backs, Drew Smiley, Zach Davies. Angels, A's, Chase Silseth. Fun name to say. Dalton Jeffries, finally Phillies at the Dodgers, Kyle Gibson and Walker Bueller. Trapper Keeper. And that is a look at those that shall reside on the bump. If it is the end of a glorious run for the Tampa Bay Lightning, um, kudos and thank you to the Bulls, but may not be the end. Saturday night, we shall know. If it is the end, it feels better after doing what they did last night. Yeah, like four and seven. Know, it would have been kind of bitter yesterday to give up another two to nothing lead and to lose one unceremoniously, like four two or five two on an empty netter. Guess and, what? You won't trust moving forward. A two to nothing lead. <laughs> yeah. No, absolutely. And you wonder uh, if if being so close to elimination maybe you know put a jolt in their step. We'll see. They looked very very tired. So if it's the end, it's the end. Uh, noting at the AT&T Byron Nelson where scores are ridiculously low, you've got more ridiculously low scores today. Jordan Spieth shot a 65. It looks like my man Maverick McNeely, who I picked up yesterday, shot a 65 as well. The leader is already at minus 15 in the form of Ryan Palmer. Jeez Louise, he shot a 62 today. This course in two days has given up a 60 and a 62. All right, then. Numbers are there to be had. Justin Thomas playing very well today. In fact, he is shooting, he's at 10 under. Yeah, he's on pace to shoot a 65 as well. A lot of people. Did you see his uh, his numbers, his rankings on the PGA Tour for proximity to the hole on approach? I did not. If it's wedge, if it's short iron, if it's mid iron or long iron, he's top five across the board. It yeah. does not matter. It, it would be it would be something if uh, he could find a way to get a win. Correct. It's everything kinda, but. Yeah. It's just weird. Like all of the numbers say, yeah, that's coming. It's about to happen. He should get a win, but you know, hasn't hasn't happened in a while. Good work out of you, sir. Good job, Director Matthew. Be well, everybody. Have a great weekend. Go Knowles. We'll talk to you on Monday.